Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, June 27th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The debate over abortion is not going away following Friday's U.S. Supreme Court move to overturn Roe v. Wade. The decision will put more pressure on states that are committed to making sure the procedure remains legal. In Illinois, clinic workers are advocating for expanding who can perform surgical abortions. At this point, only doctors are allowed, but they want nurse practitioners to be able to do it too. We'll have a conversation with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton about the implications of the decision and likely plans for activists on both sides of the issue in just a few minutes. A Republican lawmaker who helped make Missouri's ban on most abortions possible wants a constitutional amendment to preserve the new status quo. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Missouri has what's known as a trigger law that bans abortions except for medical emergencies if Roe v. Wade is overturned. State Representative Mary Elizabeth Coleman helped write the law with the trigger language. She wants to put a constitutional amendment before voters that could protect that measure from any hypothetical legal action. That really has to be our focus, is to make sure that we have a valid initiative to make it clear that our Constitution is silent on the issue of abortion, just as our federal Constitution is silent on the issue of abortion. Any amendment protecting Missouri's trigger law likely won't get a statewide vote until at least 2024. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. Abortion providers in Illinois are bracing for increased caseloads from out-of-state residents. Officials at Hope Clinic in Granite City say about 70 percent of their patients are from out-of-state, most from Missouri. Clinic director Dr. Aaron King says her staff huddled for 10 minutes after Friday's Supreme Court decision and then got back to work. What I saw were people taking care of patients. They were checking patients in. They were um, taking patients back into the ultrasound area. They were going over education with the patients, and the doctor was um, doing procedures. And so that's how our day looked, because that's what we do. King says she will expand her staff by 40 percent to keep up with demand. Many are nervous that the Supreme Court's decision will have implications beyond abortion. That's where St. Louis Public Radio's Farrah Anderson picks up the story. Protesters for abortion rights are chanting outside Planned Parenthood after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And it's not just abortion that's on their minds. The legal rationale applied to the Dobbs case could be applied to future cases, according to a concurring opinion written by Justice Clarence Thomas, in particular to cases that legalized gay marriage. Autumn Dennis is gay and lives in St. Louis. Dennis says they're concerned about many things that could be taken away with this decision. I feel like this is not just about abortion. This is something that will trickle down into a lot of other decisions. So now I'm worrying about lots of different civil rights that I have. I'm Farrah Anderson, St. Louis Public Radio. A Republican congresswoman from Illinois is drawing fierce criticism for saying the demise of Roe v. Wade was an historic victory for, quote, white life. President Donald Trump was in the Quincy area Saturday to stump for Congresswoman Mary Miller. When Miller, whose district includes part of the Metro East, got on the stage with Trump, she said this. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic 
victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. The comment went viral with detractors accusing Miller of racism. A Miller campaign spokesman says she misspoke and meant to say right to life. Activists on both sides of the abortion issue are working on their future strategies now that the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. I spoke with our Sarah Fenton about the implications of Friday's decision and where the debate goes from here. What are the next steps for activists on both sides of the issue? Anti-abortion activists say this is a huge step forward, but the Supreme Court's decision didn't outlaw abortion federally. It just allows states to make their own laws restricting or banning it. And so that means there are several states where it's still legal, like in Illinois. They want to further restrict abortion at the state level through measures like constitutional amendments that could completely outlaw the procedure. The activists I talked to said their mission was twofold. They say they want to support people who now can't get access to adoption, rent support, expanded health care options for new parents. They told me they also want to make abortion not only illegal, but unthinkable. That kind of echoes what Steve Rupp, president of Missouri Right to Life, has been saying since the decision came down. We're not finished. This fight isn't over. It's a new era of the fight here in Missouri. For pro-abortion rights advocates like Planned Parenthood and Pro-Choice Missouri, they say their immediate goal is keeping access open, especially to people who are poor or in states where these new bans are in effect. And Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and Southwest Missouri's Banyan Lee Gilmore has been outlining some of the next steps. We certainly hope that this is the final wake-up call that providers like us on the ground have been hoping and waiting for for years, if not decades, for our allies in Congress to do what they need to do. And that means donating to abortion funds, coordinating travel and lodging for people who need to go to states where it still is legal. In the long run, it means pushing for federal and state politicians who will protect abortion rights where it's legal and restore them in places where it isn't anymore. How does Missouri's law affect residents who leave this state to get an abortion? I think there's an idea that Missouri patients won't be hugely affected because the procedure has almost been completely erased here. There were fewer than 200 abortions performed in the state last year. But that doesn't take into account that so many of the patients Missouri has lost have relied on going to states like Illinois and Kansas. And with Midwestern and Southern states now restricting or outright banning abortions, clinics in those states are going to be absorbing so many more people. Clinics have been preparing by shoring up their staff and expanding physically, but they've also said it's going to be harder to make an appointment and people likely will have to travel further to get the same care. Activists say that ultimately people with less money and resources will fall through the cracks. In Illinois, clinic workers are advocating for expanding who can perform surgical abortions. At this point, only doctors are allowed, but they want nurse practitioners to be able to do it too. What about birth control, the Plan B abortion pill? How does this law impact both? There's no language regarding birth control in Missouri's trigger law from 2019. It specifically mentions abortions and terminating a pregnancy, and birth control does not do that. It also mentions that women on whom an abortion is performed should not be prosecuted under the new trigger law. It's really focused on providers. Plan B, which is sometimes called the morning after pill, is also not immediately affected. 
The way Plan B works is it keeps a person from releasing an egg, it keeps an egg from being fertilized, or it keeps a fertilized egg from implanting in the uterus. It's used after unprotected sex or if birth control fails. And that's still available at pharmacies in Missouri. Uh, Legal and medical experts that St. Louis Public Radio has talked to say the trigger ban doesn't apply to emergency contraception like Plan B, at least not immediately. However, Roe v. Wade established a right to privacy, which affects birth control, and experts have warned that overturning the decision could eventually have ramifications for the availability of birth control and for emergency contraception alike. That was a conversation with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton about the next steps for people on each side of the abortion debate. A big thanks to Fred Ehrlich, Brian Haffernan, and Jonathan All for their help with that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.